Hello, welcome to Connected Spaces, a podcast of the VHCI Lab of the Lagos Business School. My name is Cynthia A. Mami. I am your host. And I have with me here Ike Ola Bodende. Hi, people. Hello, Ike. I love the energy you are bringing today. Yeah, I'm sleepy, but <laughs> I have to, you know, show up. That's great. Um, coincidentally, we'll be talking about showing up today, mm-hmm. but um, showing up in the VR game development world. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, we are developing an empathy game here in the VHCI lab. And um, in this series, we'll be talking about the top problems to overcome when developing a virtual reality game in Nigeria. Um, Ike, what do you think is like one of the top problems to overcome? Okay, so if I'm talking about top problems to overcome, I'm not, I might need to talk about things like problems that we have overcome because we're still in the middle of maybe not a problem but uh, some hurdles yeah to cross and one of it is um, getting the right talent to work with you so you need a 2d artist you need a 3d artist you need an animator you need somebody who is good with uh, tools, tools like um, 3D exchange, um, the tools for the mocap suits. Uh, it's a whole lot of village. Yes, it takes a village to make a VR game. So how do you get those? And how do you work with them? And how do you make them do exactly what you you want because we are the writers we are the one conceptualizing the game trying to you know say this should be how a particular person should look how do you now you know, convince somebody who who just wants to draw or who just wants to create something to bring out that thing right in your mind so it's actually well, I mean, Nigeria, so I'm not saying it's a problem because probably it's a negative thing, but it is a whole lot. It is a whole lot. You're definitely a Nigerian. <laughs> okay, so um, what problems have you come to um, overcome? Or let me put it in your language. What others have you, like, come to, have you overcome in this short while? Um, when I say we are overcome, we are in the process. We are in the process. Okay, let me let me give an example now. So we got we're, we're trying different three D artists to bring out a realistic model that looked like a proper Nigerian. Because we noticed that most of the um, most of the what, what do we call it now? The characters. Online, the characters, but um, the ones that are online. Okay. Um, the avatars, yeah. they are usually, you know, non-Africans. So we wanted a, an African, a proper, let's say, Hausa man that has the old Hausa features, a proper Yoruba man that has the old puffy face and all that. So now we're trying to get somebody to create that. But we tried few Nigerians and they gave us 
you know, they recolored the the skin of one of those white people, and we so some of them even did well. We're just uh, appreciating what they had done until we found those same characters somewhere else. So it's not it wasn't from scratch. All right. That's when that we got another person who wasn't a Nigerian but was very good. But time difference was an issue. Getting him to also understand our culture because it's not in Nigeria, it's not in an African. That also came up. But now, you know, one thing that Eugene, Eugene, Eugene is uh, P I here. Oh, what you like calling before he knocks my head? All right. So Eugene always says that um, virtual reality is new here, as it's new everywhere. So I think that people people are now getting you know more involved. It's also evolving because things that are obtainable now in 2022 wasn't how it was in 2020 when we started this project. So now we got somebody who. You know, he's actually doing very well trying to help us create this character. So I think that as it grows, as, as virtual reality grows, as people begin to you know, see the many features and many applications of this, uh, of virtual reality, a lot of talents will be growing and people would, it, it, uh, people would venture into learning these things that would you know, make the work easier. Well, people, um, the development of a character or an avatar for a virtual reality game is like is a very important process because um, without an avatar, there is no one who is in the game, who is playing the game, or who you interact with in the game. But um, as Ikeola said, sometimes it's difficult to get people to be able to make your ideas of how you want a character to be to come to life. So, um, Ike, what, yeah. what do you think could be the solution to getting a 3D artist who can model characters, you know, like to look like the Africans that we are, like in like a Nigerian? Um, that gap, how, what do you think? How we, how, how are we going to solve these issues? Well, I think that it has to do with more learnings and trainings and then um, practicing. So, and um, concentration on that particular thing. Because one thing that I've also noticed is that um, with this talent, and because it's a very large pool, you want to, you, you want to do different things. For instance, you know that for the game you need an animator you also need you also need someone to create the 3d characters so you see somebody trying to double into one two three things learning animation learning characters so i think that if there's concentration on a particular skill for instance this is what i can do i will lend it to the finish 3d character creation I think that would solve the problem to a large extent when people are, you know, specializing in areas and they are becoming well grounded in those areas before venturing into learning something. If you have capacity to learn, but if you have capacity to learn multiple, that is also good. But not being a 
jack of all trade and um, master of none not even master intermediary like just even a level above beginner none so that's that is also not very good and i think that when people are learning well and they are concentrating on a particular skill and developing it to be finished it's also important to graduate school thank you so much Ike. um i also think it would it would be nice to have um environment educational environment where people can learn these things yeah yes um what do you think don't you think access to resources to learn these things could you know be be contributing to the problem that we are facing mm, yeah yes i i i quite agree but not entirely access to resources there are uh, for instance, uh, we say that our lab is open to people who want to learn. But um, Cynthia, please, can you tell me when like, somebody called you to say they want to come here to use our tools? Okay, uh, I'm going to give you the answer <laughs> in the next episode. All right. For those wondering, <laughs> if you want to develop a VR game, the first thing you do is conceptualize your game. Conceptualizing is you thinking about what direction, what theme is your game, what is your game going to be about, who are you making this game for. After conceptualizing your game, then you write your story. What's your game going to be about? What's the story surrounding your game? After writing your story, your story, you create a storyboard by uh, using um, 2D. A 2D artist can just draw out the characters from the story that you have made. And then you contract or you get a 3D modeler who is going to model these characters, bring them to life. And you get someone who rigs and um, animates these characters that have been modeled. Then you take these raw materials onto the, any gaming platform that you like to use, whether Unity, or Unreal Engine, and you join them together. Woo, voila, you've built your game. Really? So, <laughs> you join them together? Yeah. Let's believe that it's that simple. Easy. Oh, yeah. please. It's very easy and simple to develop a VR game. Okay? I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ike, um, for coming today. I'm here. I'm always here. <laughs> I don't like what these people do here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until our next episode, I am Cynthia A. Mommy. Yeah.